Hello and welcome to the Old Casters, the weekly pub where two old men have a laugh, have a moan and talk a load of nonsense along the way. We also try and learn something new if our old brains can handle it. We are Smith and Jones and without further ado, hello, is it me you're looking for? Mark. What? What? Ah. What's going on? I know, right? Where am I? It's, It's a weird place, mate. What is this? Who are you? It <laughs> 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 does feel a bit like that, doesn't it? Um, yes. <laughs> Cast listeners, we're all out of sync. We've we've missed a week and we've had busy schedules and all the rest of it, and we've come back to a unknown sphere of podcast that we have to uh, ramp back into. The last episode two weeks ago. Was was with Tunny, <gasps> and then the last week you and I were supposed to record and didn't. So it's been bloody ages. Yeah, it's been bloody ages, mate. But still, it's good to see you, mate. It's good to see you in the in the studio. Yes. Have you been well? <laughs> um, <laughs> ish. I'm 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 okay ish now, except for uh, last night was my uh, annual company dinner, which was. A late night and not a lot of sleep, so I'm a bit <laughs> worse for wear right this second. <laughs> the bedroom pictures you showed me look very nice. I mean, I didn't need to see you masturbating, but I mean, the pictures <laughs> nevertheless look very nice. But how how else would you know that I've christened the room? <laughs> <laughs> With the other people who have, have christened the room, eh? <laughs> Did you do all them checks they show you now on like, social media where you press oh, your finger? Get the UV light out. Yeah. <laughs> That <laughs> start scanning round one of them eye goggles that show you like if they're watching you or not. Or the one where have you seen the one where they <laughs> press their finger against the mirror and if it touches it's bad, but if it doesn't touch it, it isn't bad. I'm 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 a bit too old to know what all that business is about. But you can buy mm. special little lenses now that you look round the room and it looks <laughs> for like them little flashing red dots and you go, nah. <laughs> I say if someone wants to watch me sleep, they're very welcome to it. <laughs> I wouldn't have dared. The, the second I walked into that room, it smelled of old, stale cigarette smoke. So I was like, oh. okay, it's one of those places. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, was it an actual uh, hotel or was it like a B&B or what was yeah, it? Yeah, no, it's the, it was in Mercure. It's a proper hotel. Really, It looked really fosh. fosh? Really <laughs> fosh. fosh and really fancy. Really po- posh and fancy. I'm going to be using fosh for now. Posh <laughs> is gone, mate. I like that. Fashion pants here. It did look nice. <laughs> All joking aside, the pictures you showed did look nice on the Discord. And what did you have to eat? I never asked you. What did? You, what was your meal? Crap. <laughs> Just crap. It was tomato soup and then a chicken supreme and then a sticky toffee pudding. <sighs> really safe options then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't enjoy much of it, but I did end up eating three of the sticky toffee puddings because no one else on the table liked them. <laughs> I'll have your one, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm still paying the price for the three sticky toffee puddings now. Uh, uh, enough said, enough said. De- and definitely not all the bottles of wine that got kept getting put on the table. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? A red or white, sir? Don't please don't say both. There was red and white wine, but I was I was sticking to the white. Oh, good man! At least you were sticking to one. That's the main thing. Yes, just sticking to the white wine and the vodka and the beer and the coffee. <laughs> 
they have mixed well with all that sticky toffee pudding <laughs> I've had. <Yes. laughs> oh, my guts. How are you anyway? How have you been since we last saw each other five years ago? I know, right? Um, <laughs> what? Uh, yes, it's all it's all been hunky dory. It's a busy, busy work life, busy family life. Uh, and unfortunately, this morning uh, Jackson had his first VR headset fall. Uh, oh no! The, yeah, um, I was uh, Kerry was doing something upstairs. I've looked for the crack of the uh, screens uh, where my two monitors look because he's in the middle of the living room. And the next minute, he's gone arse over, tip backwards, and but lucky enough. The uh, glass TV stand did break his fall. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Smash, wallop. Oh, no, you're right. No. So uh, minus uh, a back that looks like a uh, dartboard now. Um, mm. uh, we Bless are him. all well, thank you, sir. We are all very well. Jolly good. How is bought and merry? <laughs> oh, yeah, all good. All good. Uh, Mary's been a bit shitty, a bit of the whatever's going around. Yep. But... Uh, I've managed to dodge it again, so... <laughs> Jigged it now. Yeah. Cast listeners, I don't know whereabouts you live in the world, but right now in the UK we have a uh, some sort of mad, stomachy, fluey, it's not COVID virus going about, and it's disgusting. That's why I fill you in. And it seems to be, if it's not that, it's whatever I had last week, which is why we didn't record. Yes. Yes. <laughs> What have we got, Mark? What have we got first up? I suppose so. First things first, just quickly before we get on to the other things, I I was meant to do this last week, but obviously we didn't get around to it. I must thank the second co-host of the old casters. I am Tunny One Hundred, aka Tunnifer, aka Tunny 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 Tun 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 Tun. tun. Rubby. Thank you very much. Rubby. <laughs> <laughs> As Mark knows him, but thank you ever so much. I listened to the episode. I thought he did a cracking job. Cock Tunny, as he is officially now known. <laughs> yes, Cock. But yes, thank you ever so much, Tunny, for filling in. Just like Mr. Narkills beforehand, you did an excellent job. And I would have mentioned as well, it would have been his birthday. But obviously that is, <laughs> that is long gone. Yeah. <laughs> Strike that one from the record. Last Sunday, when we would have recorded, would have been the day after his birthday. Yes. So happy birthday, Tunny, for last week, I suppose. Yeah, you old git. You old fuck. Yeah. I've put at the top of the agenda, shall we have a little talk about why we didn't record an episode last week? I did have yes. some messages saying, where on earth is the pod? And yeah, I don't know. It is, there is a stigma around it and I do find it awkward talking about it, but it was, I was, I was having a bad mental health time. <laughs> I think you're right. I think I think there is still stigma around it, especially um, nowadays, because I think that unfortunately mental health is used a lot nowadays when sometimes it isn't. But it's Mark uh, and I are both human. We are fallible. And it was Mark's turn to take the mental torch and blow it out. Yeah. So fortunately so far, in terms of us recording a podcast, I haven't been actually physically ill where I've been unable to record with you. Mm. But uh yeah, every 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 now and then I fall apart mm. and I need you now tonight. Mm. No. Um <clears throat> periodically, every now and then I just get this overwhelming feeling of I don't belong here. I'm just an inconvenience to everybody. 
Uh, <laughs> so I, I was. Uh, I didn't want to interrupt when you were doing your thing. I did. I didn't know. What, I, yeah, I didn't know what to say next. But because it's. Yeah, I don't. Know, I don't know why it's embarrassing to talk about it. But it's. It does happen to me every now and then. And, and oh, yeah. And last weekend, I was very down in the dumps and not wanting to do anything. And Mary thinks that I'm just overloading myself with work and burning the candle at both ends. And I still wanted to release something for you wonderful listeners last Wednesday. But Ben said to me, no, please take the week off. Don't edit anything. So I did. I followed that advice. Yeah. I can't well, I can't speak for everybody that listens to this, but when Mark sort of messaged me and said he weren't feeling, he weren't in the best of places and he was desperate to put something out. And I, I, I can't say that I wasn't, it, it was one of them things where I felt that if he touched anything to do with the pod, it was it was reinforcing maybe something where he didn't want to. It was he was doing it for doing it and not because he wanted to do it. And I think it's an important thing, and that's the trouble. You know, he, he works ever so hard on the pod for us. And as as there's no secret, I, I'm here just to chat away the day with him, where he does all the editing and all the other bits and pieces. So um, I think it takes a lot of. I think when you consider work, family streaming uh time for yourself time with mary time abort and time for the pod it's it's, it's a lot especially for a, an average working week with only a weekend to break and i think at the best of the times that before you know it all it takes is a small knock in in the in sort of in that department it doesn't take a lot to realize it's a quite a fragile quite a fragile thing behind it and yeah. it doesn't take a lot you know and I, I, yeah, I think it was so important that you, you stopped and you had a you had a moment because I know you're still getting there I know you're not quite 100% yet yeah but I think it's important I think Mary's right I think burning the candle at both ends was right yeah that's why sometimes you need to sort of take a step back just have a chill play the games you want to play you know if you don't want to stream don't stream because you know you you want to be either you want to be in it or you you know you want to have a chill. No, I don't blame you for that, dude. And that's why yeah. that's why it's important. And I think it's everybody else who listens to this. If you suffer with mental health, which I'm, we all do a little bit, but if you suffer more than others, I think it's important if you can reach out to those who can help you any which way you can, even if it's just to chew the fat, as I often say, or talk a load of nonsense along the way as we do. Absolutely, really, mm, definitely, definitely. Reach out to Ben and me. Reach out and touch me. Do 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 do. Just not in their place. Do do do. Yes, if you are, you know me and Mark, and if we can help, we will try our best. It might come over a bit. We might say that's what she said and stuff like that, but it's the the comic in us that wants to come out and make things happy for you. Trust me, we're not trying to downgrade it. But yes, but it's good to see you back, mate. And um, and uh, nobody needs to worry about me. I'm not going to do anything silly. I just, when I'm in these moods, I sort of just hide away and become a hermit and live in a dark corner of the world. He becomes <laughs> a Sam person from Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> One of them. Large in number. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's about eight of them. He comes down in that robe. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was only one of them. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's me. Oh, Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs>
So uh, I'm going to move it on to another point, mm-hmm. which is, do you know what I have been doing the last two weeks instead of anything else? I know what you've been doing, but I think you should say <laughs> it. There is a a certain video game that, is, that was released by the name of Power World. And uh, aside from work, Power World is pretty much all I have been doing the past two weeks. Disclaimer for the old casters, Power World holds no likeness to Pokemon whatsoever. No, nothing like Pokemon. Nothing like Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> They're pals. Yes, you've been hammering it hard, sir, and enjoying it, yes? Oh, yeah. Love it. Has, has it been like a snug bed for you to snuggle into? Yeah. Lose yourself. Lose yourself in the music the moment you own it. You better never let it go. It definitely is one of those games. We've been playing it just before we popped on with uh, uh, Gaz and um, Slim Boy Fat 82. And it is one of those games where what's nice about it is you can do as little or as much as you want and it, there's no real end game. There's no real there's no real sort of purpose. It's, you know, it's a real mix of... There is a purpose, don't go wrong. Like yeah, there is, yeah. yeah. It's whatever you want it to be. It's one of those games. It yeah. is what you make of it. Yes, exactly. That's what I was trying to get at. Yeah. It's a standing game and uh, free on Xbox Game Pass. I think I believe it's 23 or 24 quid on Steam. So it's not a big investment if you fancy going to have a look at it. Still early access. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not quite the finished product yet. But what it is, I am very much loving. Very much so. And I think they've. I don't think there's been any more hassle on the uh, the legal front for the game. I think it's all died down a little bit. Isn't it? I've not heard a thing. Well, let's be honest. Pokemon took it from Pokemon took the idea off Dragon Quest, didn't you? Dragon Quest. <laughs> so yeah. let's not point fingers, Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah every time I talk about Power World, people keep talking to me about the drama, and um, <laughs> the only drama I've seen is what Pokemon fans have been saying. I haven't, there's no actual yeah. drama between the actual companies or anything else like that. There's no legal dispute. It's literally just Pokemon fans saying, how are they getting away with this? And I think then the, the fan boys and girls out there are just a little bit bitter because that's what, what did we say, Mark? That's what, it's what Violet and Scarlet should have been. Yeah. It's what Arceus should have been. I think, yeah, sorry, Arceus, yes. I think potentially Power World could be the best thing to happen to Pokemon. Yeah. I think it's a good kick up their ass, if I'm being honest. Because yeah. some of the some of the new mon they're bringing out are a bit nothingy. Yeah, and it seems if you go on TikTok or any one of them platforms and see what AI's doing, when you just say, you know, like I, I bumped into one this morning that was make um, a Pokemon game but make it uh, um, pirate themed, and they look fantastic. I mean, yeah. they look phenomenal. It's like I want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have that, please? Mm-hmm. But hey-ho, but yes, I would agree. The drama does seem to be coming from the fan base rather than the than the actual companies themselves. Mm-hmm. And from what I can see, minus it holding a very much resemblance to that uh, uh, gotcha-style game, there's plenty other like it out there too, isn't there? Yeah. So and it's a mix of that and, would you say Minecraft, Mark? Would that be a right way to say it? Minecraft and... I would say Pokemon and Ark. Ark, that's it. Sorry, yes, Ark. The... Um, dinosaur one <clears throat> but you know there is also a bit of Minecraft and there's a bit of Digimon and there's a bit mm. of it's, it's a bit of loads of IPs all mixed yeah, up together Digimon yeah I forget in the best right. way yes in the best way in the best yeah. way and like if you like we keep rinsing and repeating if you've got Game Pass you, you can play it for free you know you can see if you like it or don't like it I understand that 
for PC. I believe that Steam's going to be the more stable version going on, but right now, if you can play it for free, play it for free. Yeah. It's not for everyone. No. As uh, your wife has has discovered. She had a go and said it wasn't to her likings, but I, I enjoy popping in with you guys. And uh, uh, seeing what I must be watching that. Uh, I don't know what's the green blob with the grenade launcher. What's that? Oh, it's Masando or something like yeah, that. That's yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> that was awesome watching that thing go. So, yeah, go and go and check it out, cast listeners. Uh, we think you might enjoy it. For yeah, those who like them style games, which Mark and I just mentioned, I think you would really enjoy. It. Give it to me, Daddy. Shall, shall I give you the? Give you it. Give you it's hard. Crazy facts. Oh, crazy news. <laughs> crazy facts. And crazy news. <laughs> oh, Ben. One thing we oh, haven't Mark. mentioned. What's that? We realised earlier, thanks to uh, help from a certain Ames Kev in our Discord chat, that uh, this episode is coming out on Valentine's Day. If you're listening oh. to this, the day it's out, it's Valentine's Day. This is the Valentine's Day episode. Valentine's Mwah. Day. Should have mentioned that sooner. Happy Lovers Day, everybody. Benjamin, you're crazy facts. <laughs> oh, crazy. I would have done that, man. So, sir, with it being Valentine's Day on the day you're listening to this cast, listeners, I have two crazy Valentine's Day facts. The first one Mark is looking at is called Box of Chocolates slash Candy. Yes. Because the Americans like to call it candy, don't they? Candy. <clears throat> the Valentine's <clears throat> Valentine's Day tradition of giving a box of chocolates slash candy was started in the 19th century by Richard Capri. <laughs> uh, <laughs> believe it or not, a British chocolate manufacturing family with a new technique recently established as uh, at the company to create more varieties of chocolate. Capri pounced on the opportunity to sell the chocolates as part of the beloved holiday. Hmm. So, again, typical. I think there's another, was there another tradition, another holiday that shares this sort of, I want to say it's Christmas or something about, like that. What about Love Hearts? Now, Love Hearts had a different bit. Uh, they were segmented out. There's a, The Love Hearts, they were saying, used to be, originally used to be lozenges rather than... Really? Yeah. You, you know, we talked about, like, when you say Love Hearts, I presume you mean, like, the Palm of Islet style sweet. Yeah, the chalky sweet. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the chalky... Yeah, they were originally lozenges, according to the site I was watching, so that's why I couldn't mention them in the same fact. Mm. They started off as lozenges, yes, for actual colds and coughs and all the rest of it. Mm. Clearing throats. So they the, so <clears> they <throat> also live in that, that world and... And I don't. I don't remember how they became a Valentine's Day thing, but there you go. There you go. There you go. I delivered to the Cadbury factory a couple of weeks ago. That's Birmingham, I want to say. Bourneville in Birmingham. Yes. Well, yeah. And that's why there's a chocolate called Bourneville. Ah, now that's the dark chocolate, isn't it? Yes, it's dark. Do you like dark chocolate? Dark like my soul. <laughs> I only like <laughs> dark like my bowels at night. <laughs> Uh, I only like dark chocolate if it's minty. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, what do you think of that fact, sir? Mr. Cadbury bringing in the lovely box of sweets and that's where it all comes. Like I said, there's something else. I know there is. We've mentioned it before about one of them sort of companies. Savvy, isn't it? That's That's a clever businessman for you there. 
what what if cabaret wouldn't be what it is today because of that? Hey, 19th century. I mean, yeah. So that means before then they had the one, I suppose the dairy milk was the granddaddy then, do we think? Like a milk chocolate bar, that was it before now? Probably. By the way, these saw But was that because the lady loves milk trade? Do you remember them adverts? I think so. Would would you give, I mean, would, would that be a marker mark heater move back in the day before finding love with Mary? Was that a... What, a milk tray? Well, not maybe not milk tray, but like flowers oh, no, and chocolates. It'd be a milk tray. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Mister Cabri said. There's milk trays, yeah. Would that be a you? Yeah, would you have done that? You all, you know that that traditional flowers and chocolate. Would that be a move? Um, I suppose so. Yeah, and uh, usually some kind of hilarious handmade card. Via, well, I say handmade. You know, the website's like Moonpig. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Funky pigeons and all that. Yeah, all of them. Try and make something crude and funny. <laughs> I like your boobies. You like yes. my feet. Something like that. <laughs> along, yeah, that along with flowers and chocolate. That's that's about that's about right, yeah. Nail on the head. Nothing. There's nothing wrong with the classics, mate. Nothing wrong. Yeah. And especially if you get fake flowers, they don't die. And I'm not allergic to them. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm allergic to the point. real ones. Oh, you what? <laughs> all, all of them, or just certains? Most of them. Is it pollen? Then is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah, right. Gotcha. <laughs> so let's go on to fact number two, then, sir. Mm-hmm. So this one's named how X became to mean kiss or sealed with a kiss. I think you'll find this one interesting. This, I think this is more up your street. The idea of using a kiss to sign off a Valentine's Day a Valentine's Day cards has a long history. According to the Washington Post, uh, the use of X came to represent Christianity or the cross in the Middle Ages. During the same time, the symbol was used to sign off documents. After marking with an X, the writer would often kiss and mark as they uh, as a sign of their oath. As the gesture grew among kings and commoners to certify books, letters and paperwork, these records were described as being uh, as having been sealed with a kiss. So according mm. to the Washington Post, that's where this X, you know, kisses and on the end of it was all originated from. And that's why, according to nowadays, we do that with the X. And how do you seal a letter with a reach around? <laughs> What do you write at the end for that? Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe they sort of, uh, um, maybe they rub the letter on their on their scrot. Then they go, ah, have that. I wouldn't put it past the king or a queen back in the day. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, there you go. I thought it was a bit more, um, bit more history steeped that one. Whether yes. I mean, how close the Washington Post have got it, but I don't think they make a claim without a little bit of reality attached to it. Hmm. Do you know what I'm thinking of right now? What are you thinking Sealed of right now? Sealed with a kiss. Oh. Na, 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 lonely summer. Was that Jason Donovan? I was thinking of reach arounds. <laughs> I don't think that was Jason Donovan. Well, it might have been actually. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. What did you think of that fact, Mark? Reach Apart arounds. from reach arounds. Yeah, here we go again. <laughs> 
So there are my crazy facts about two from many. They can be found very easily by just putting in crazy facts about Valentine's Day. And you'll see well, in all. keeping with my tradition of supplementing your facts, I have 10 facts about Valentine's Day from funkidslive.com. Yes. Yay. Uh, Valentine's Day is on the 14th of February every year. It's also known as Saint Valentine's Day. It is thought that Valentine's Day is on this day because a priest called Valentine was performing secret marriages behind the back of Emperor Claudius II of Rome. He banned marriage because he thought that unmarried soldiers fought much better. Valentine's unfortunately got caught on 14th of February in the year 278 AD. Interesting. I like the one. I, I I think the one you said first, the one about unmarried men fighting hard. I can imagine back in the day that being a thing. Yeah, so they would want to come back and swoop their lady from their stone hut. Valentine's Day comes from Saint Valentine, as you learned above. Valentine's Day comes from the main Valentine from the Roman times. He was a priest and was actually made a saint after his death. The first ever Valentine's Day was in four hundred and ninety-six. Previously, there was a Roman festival called Lupercalia, which was in the middle of February. During this festival, the boys would select a girl's name out of a box. They would stay with whoever they picked during the festival. Sometimes they would even get married. Later on, it was decided by the church that they wanted to change this festival into a Christian celebration. This was the start of Valentine's Day. Be stuffed if you got the Duffo one, wouldn't you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I haven't got bloody Helga again. (laughs) God damn it. A breath smells. Ooga, ooga. <laughs> Cupid is often on Valentine's cards and gifts. Cupid is always seen on Valentine's cards and presents. But who is he? Cupid, who was also known as Eros, was actually a Roman god. He was the god of love. Legend has it that Cupid would shoot his arrow into people's hearts, which would make them fall in love. Yeah, Genie can make people fall in love, so I don't reckon he could either. Around 85% of Valentine's Day cards are bought by women. Women seem to prefer buying a card for their loved ones. Around 85% of cards are bought by women on Valentine's Day. And around 73% of flowers are bought by men. Flowers are one of the main gifts given by men on Valentine's Day. Around 73% of flowers are bought by them. (coughs) There's a burp. (laughs) Thank you. The oldest love poem was said to have been 4,000 years ago. It is called The Love Song for Shusin and was written by Sumerian. Sumerians came up with one of the first writing forms. They lived where Iraq is today. The poem was carved into a clay tablet. But we don't have a copy of it. That's annoying. (laughs) Valentine's Day is said to be the second most popular day to send cards after Christmas. Christmas keeps Royal Mail busy, but so does Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is said to be the second most popular day to send a card after Christmas. Will you be receiving one? Who, me? No, we, we, I put a ban on cards in this household. That's what the article said. Uh, I, I know, I don't. I, we're not big on cards either. I'll get Mary a Valentine's Day card. But yeah, we're not, we're not massive on cards, really. I, I, this is the way I look at it, right? Tell me if I've got it right. I know it's going to sound a bit, a bit, I don't know. You tell me what you think. Let's say your average decent Valentine's Day card, not, you know, not like one that just says Happy Valentine's Day and you've got to do all the work yourself. Let's. <laughs> Let's say your um, thanks producer over in the back. Let, let's say that that is an average nowadays of what three to five pounds. I would have said sounds about mm-hmm. right, doesn't it? Yeah. Would you prefer it if I gave you that three to five pounds in another format? 
Yes, I'd rather have five pounds of chocolate rather than five pounds of cardboard. Exactly right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. I'm not saying that no gift. I'm just saying that card that ends up, let's let's be honest. Going in, into recycling. The end of recycling. <laughs> let's yeah. be honest. Dear. You'll, you'll literally throw, at least <laughs> if I'm eating the chocolate, I'm pooping it away. <laughs> you know, I get that enjoyment and going down into the reciprocals and get the tummies. the enjoyment of the mouth and the bum. Exactly, then- right? <laughs> That's my thing. I'm not against cars. It's just they're expensive for what they are. Not against cars. I just fucking hate them and I don't see the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never against cars, but fuck cars. Uh, and the last one is the red rose symbolizes love. The red rose is linked to the goddess of love, Aphrodite. It's believed that Aphrodite's tears and her love, Adonis's blood, watered the ground where red roses were grown. It now mm. symbolizes love until death. Oh, now I didn't know that. The end bit. There you go. Mm, I like some of them. Assume we didn't have the tablet, innit? Oh, I've yeah. got it for you. <laughs> I would have liked to have read that Sumerian for you. Yes. Cards and popes and saints and Aphrodites and all the rest of it. Popes and poops. Popes and poops. I like the pope. The pope smokes dope. <laughs> would you like my crazy news yes please sir mark so our good friend from across the pond don't know if he listens to the podcast i might make him listen to this one because he was talking about this in our discord server dopez by the way dopez he was talking about this in our Discord server on February the 2nd because over in america and particularly dopez's corner of america 2nd of February is Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day! Something that I was, apart from the movie, completely unaware of. So, uh, after Dopaz hit us with this revelation in the Discord server that he was watching a live stream of an actual groundhog. What? (laughs) Yeah, did you not see any of this? I saw him talking about it. I figured he was just showing photos of the ceremony or something, but I didn't know there was a live stream going on. Yeah. I, I had to. Uh, I had to find out about it for the podcast. Punxsutawney Phil, or whatever his this name is, is. Punxsutawney Phil. <laughs> he's he's, gi- <laughs> he's given his weather prediction for 2024. What's he say? Punxsutawney Phil has revealed his annual weather prediction on Groundhog Day in a tongue-in-cheek ritual in Pennsylvania. As the sun rose in Gobbler's Knob. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Is that truly the name of the place? Oh, mate. Where do you live? I live in Goblin Knob. Where? Are you Irving? I live in Gobbler's Knob, Punxsutawney. <laughs> can you spell that? Yeah, I'll fucking spell it for you, mate. Oh, <laughs> Give me a sec. I'm gone. Yeah. Give me a sec. Right. Very serious, Ben. No laughing. Very serious. <clears throat> As the sun rose in Gobbler's Knob, the furry forecaster emerged from his burrow with his... <laughs> it's just it's all sorts of wrong, this story, mate. All sorts of wrong. With his handlers from the Punxsutawney Groundhog Club announcing he had not seen his shadow. The group says this means America can expect an early spring. Oh, Gobbler's Knob <laughs> is the scene of the largest and best-known Groundhog Day celebration in the US. 
Some 10,000 people made their way to Punxsutawney Tawny in recent years for the festivities, which begin at night and culminate in the midwinter forecast. Tradition dating back to 1887 holds that if the groundhog sees his shadow when summoned, it means there will be another six weeks of winter. But if he doesn't, spring is set to come soon. Before making the announcement, President Tom Dunkel told the crowd that his cane, handed down from previous Punks Attorney Groundhog Club presidents, gave him the power to speak Groundhoggies, and that Phil would pick one of two scrolls to use. This is the craziest, this is the most batshit news story we've ever had. I thought our country was weird. I thought... <laughs> At uh. Mr. Dunkel's behest, the crowd chanted Phil before a club member pulled the groundhog from a door in a stump on the stage and held it aloft. Vice President Dan McKinley read the decision, written in verse from the Chosen Scroll, and announced, Glad tidings on this Groundhog Day, and early spring is on the way! <laughs> The 1993 blockbuster film Groundhog Day, starring Bill Murray, sparked a surge of interest in Punk's Tawny Phil. The Groundhog predicts more winter more often than early springs, but when a federal agency checked his record last year, his accuracy rate for forecasts was hit and miss at about 40%. Hit and miss. It's a Groundhog. <laughs> Throughout the rest of the year, Phil lives in a customised space beside the Punxsutawney Memorial Library, with a window where library patrons can look at his burrow. So yeah, he didn't see a shadow, so we're getting an early spring this year. Thanks, Phil. Is that early? Now, when he's predicting, is he predicting worldwide or just that neck of the woods? <laughs> just strictly gobbler's knob. <laughs> gobbler's knob, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine writing that down like, on a post, like, when you're writing it down, like, the, where do you live? Oh, I live, you know, <laughs> Scumthorpe Drive, gobbler's knob, <laughs> south of the bushy thing. <clears throat> that might be my favourite article I've read yet on this podcast. That was... <laughs> I am definitely watching the live cast next year. I want to see the guy holding the cane that grants him the ability to speak <laughs> groundhoggies. <laughs> see if he can lend it to us. Uh, That's awesome, mate. I, I, I knew it was a thing, but I did obviously since the film it's become a much popular thing. But the film is very good. Yeah, it is a good film. I do enjoy the good old Bill Murray. Need to go see the musical. It's meant to be a very good musical as well. Bloody hell. It's musical as well. <laughs> Shit, okay. Yeah. There we go. Second crazy news. Now, even though you and I didn't record an episode last week, mm-hmm. we did plan to record one. We did. And I gave you two news stories, and the headline of one of them made us do lots of guffawing and chortling. So, <laughs> so I've decided to keep that one. <laughs> More than gobbler's knob. Yeah. <laughs> This is the uh, the monkey trapped by a Yorkshire pudding settling back into life at Highland Wildlife Park. A cheeky monkey that spent five days on the run in the Scottish Highlands is doing really well after being captured and returned to a wildlife park. It is thought that the Japanese macaque named Honshu may have got caught after being tempted by some Yorkshire pudding that had been left out overnight for the birds. Honshu, nicknamed Kingusi Kong, escaped from his enclosure at Highland Wildlife Park near Kungusi on Sunday morning. I don't know if I'm saying that right. K-I-N-G-U-S-S-I-E. Kingusi? 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 Kingsi? A major search operation was launched and he was eventually shot with a tranquilizer dart after being spotted eating from a bird feeder in a garden less than two miles away from the park on Thursday. 
Stephanie Bunyan, who alerted the authorities after spying Honshu snacking in her garden, told The Guardian that as well as peanuts in her feeders, she had also left out some Yorkshire pudding, which was gone by the morning. It fucking owns you, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honshu's mad for the Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> in an update on Friday, the Royal Zoological Society of Scotland, or the RZSS, which runs the park, said Honshu does not appear to have lost any weight and seems to have consumed quite a lot of peanuts during his time in the wild. After being caught, the monkey was returned to the park and checked over by experts and will now be gradually reintroduced to his group. David Field, chief executive of the RZSS, said, Honshu has been carefully monitored by our vets and keepers and is doing really well. He doesn't seem to have lost any weight and has apparently consumed quite a lot of peanuts during the past five days. He will now slowly be reintroduced to other sub-adult males within the group. We want to say a huge thank you to the local community for their patience and cooperation throughout the past week, as well as our amazing staff at the park for their professionalism, patience, and diligence. Do you know what that tickled me so much when you was initially reading it to me? Because I can imagine, you know, like in Scotland, you look at your bird feeders, you know, if you're feeding the birds, you know, you get you get squirrels and maybe though know, all the bird life, and then one day you're looking out there and old on shoe foos <laughs> hanging off there, and you're like, hold on a minute, I want to know who's flinging their bloody Yorkshire puddings out in their garden. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember my nan back in the day; she would. She would save the. What, do you remember? Do you ever have something called dripping before, or heard yeah. of it? Yeah, yeah. Well, she would save hers, and in the winter she would make her own the, the fat balls that you can buy. But I don't remember ever slinging Yorkshire pudding out the garden for the birds. So. I've never known leftover Yorkshire pudding to be a thing. That doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, who's leaving these Yorkshire puddings? Yorkshire pudding gets eaten. <laughs> if there's a surplus amount of Yorkshire pudding, it still gets eaten. It's the, it's the, <laughs> it's the rules. Don't you know? Yeah. Yeah, can you imagine looking out your bird feed? You're like, hold on a minute. What's that? What sort of birds are that? <laughs> He's yeah. sort of hanging there. That's on Jufu. <laughs> the peanut eater. I like it how they all just keep referring back. He's eaten a fair amount of peanuts. Yeah, he's 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 lived quite happily off people's uh, bird feeders. <laughs> this last little bit, it says, After escaping at the weekend, Honshu was seen sitting on a garden fence and taking nuts from a bird feeder in the nearby <laughs> village of King Craig. Carl Nagel, who spotted the monkey on Sunday, told Sky News the animal disappeared into the trees before the keepers arrived. Local villagers were urged to hide their outdoor food waste bins and bird feeders in an effort to encourage the monkey to head home. A drone was used in the search, and experts were able to follow Honshu for 45 minutes on Tuesday using the device, although they were not able to retrieve him that day. The Japanese macaque, also known as the snow monkey, is the most northerly living non-human primate, according to the RZSS. The wildlife park houses a large group of the monkeys after successfully breeding the species. So there you are. Get Get up to where did I say the zoo was? Um, get, up to that zoo, get up to that zoo in Scotland, Highland Wildlife Park. There we go. Fling some Yorkshire pudding near Kingersea. Get up there and go visit Honshu, the Japanese macaque. Bless <laughs> his little face. He's the one with the peanuts. <laughs> He's the one with the Yorkshire puddings. <sighs> Just between gobbler's cock and knob <laughs> and all that. <laughs> And an on shoe food with his peanuts. A couple of crackers there, mate. Reach arounds. Reach arounds, this is it. <laughs> Fucking hell. Mr. Jones. Yes. It's time for old passions. Old passions. 
you and I have had a a little discussion about old passions, haven't we? I know this was last week when we were planning for last week's episode now, so it was a little while since we had this discussion. But we kind of feel like the segment has run its course. Yes. It's getting a little harder each time we record to come <laughs> up with a passion that Mark and I can both be passionate about. Yep, and we absolutely love the guests coming on and bringing mm-hmm. us their passions. Definitely. But at the same time, there's only so many times we can talk about movies and video games. <laughs> and <so on. laughs> Which is a point in itself, because obviously Mark and I have covered so many. We, we had a few up our sleeve, <laughs> but we feel that maybe it's going to make way for a new segment that we're obviously trying to finalise and get yes. something in there. But I'm hosting with Mr. Narkills next week. So maybe he and I can put our heads together yeah. and come up with a, a segment for this section. Definitely, mate. Just like Mark said, it has run its course, and we we need it needs it needs a bit of a, an injection of new pod life. New, yes, uh, definitely. But for this being the last one, what we're going to do, Mark? Yeah, I was going to say. So this is our final old passions. Final old passions. And the old passion is old passion. Yeah, oh, literally. <laughs> because it's Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, Mark. So, um, are you? I can. In my younger years, I was. I would have celebrated this a lot more when Kerry and I were courting because I'm old. Yes. I believe that's the word that one uses. <laughs> it's definitely something you put more money and effort into at the beginning of a relationship definitely. rather than. Eight years into it, which Mary and I are now. Which <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're like, do you want a card? Eh, don't care. Do you want some chocolate? Sure. Flowers would be nice. All right. Maybe. <laughs> if you're good. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I really like a good nap. Okay, yeah, we can sort that one out. Yeah. <laughs> I would say the last great splurge into Valentine's Day uh, uh, was the... I, I, I planned a whole Londinium day. Uh, was We did London Dungeon. <laughs> great place to start Valentine's Day for you two. It's perfect. I get it. Yeah, it was. It was a good fun place. That makes sense. It, you know what I mean? It's. Uh, it was. A good, I'd never been there neither, Kerry. So we went and did that first. I've never which, been. Oh, you not? Oh, it's a. It's no. a great experience. Honestly, it's. Mm. It's one of the better of, the, sort of a mixture of real life versus a bit of fantasy they've stuffed in, and then a little ride. Well, there used to be a, a ride at the end that was quite good on a boat. And uh, well worth a go if you've never been. Then you get you get to take a picture of you or your significant other in stocks, and it looks like you're chopping their head off. So that's that's nice money. But lots of people trying to scare you in there, though. So unfortunately, to the school kids that I shouted, "Ooh, you bastard!" as yes. I, we was queuing up, and the guy now I've looked in on on this diorama, and the guy, the cloak, fucking really a guy. Oh, did shit me up I've, a bit done amsterdam dungeons right and there I, we said, go. I said many unpleasant things to many people that didn't deserve me shouting <laughs> unpleasant things in their face <laughs> i'm sure they must be used to it but yeah. yes so we started off with that but then we went into a lovely meal a place called maxwell's which i think still about it starts you've uh, top floor is like a cocktail bar and then beneath it used to be like an american diner sort of thing it was mm-hmm. a real world mix yeah and uh, we ended on the lion king a musical mm, hell yeah because kerry had never been to uh well she'd been but not to, to the typical sort of uh, i think they're not the greases and all the rest of it 
and I fancied the uh, Lion King as well. So I thought it, it combined all that, and it was. Uh, I don't think we must say we did. We stay overnight, Mrs. Yeah. No, we didn't stay overnight. So we did all that, and then made our way back. But it was, it was, it was really nice. It was a great day. It was, uh, it was a lot. You know, it was a real sort of mixture of all the good stuff if that London has to uh, offer, but at um, a very expensive. To the wallets, though. <laughs> yeah, by the time we've done one of them sort of affairs, so I enjoyed it though. It was it was a mixture of I wanted to make a day where it was a a mixture of things where it wasn't all just you know your traditional meal and a, or a candlelit dinner or something like that. How about yourself, Mark? Do you want to know where Mary and I spent our first Valentine's Day? Oh, I'd love to hear it. In York. Hmm. That's a beautiful place. It's a very beautiful place. What did you do in York? Went to the Steam Railway Museum, obviously. First. Oh, <laughs> good man. The love of my life, the mallard. With <laughs> Choo-choo. Choo-choo. Uh, no, um, what did we do? We just we just did York. We did do the railway museum, but then yeah, we just we went. We we had there was one of those guys sat by the cathedral who does the caricatures. Go sit down in front of him for twenty minutes. We got that done. Like the large face caricatures. Yeah, those sort of things. Yeah, yeah. Picture of us both being lovey dovey outside your <laughs> cathedral. Uh, what else did we do? We went to the fudge shop. Oh, I can't remember where we had dinner. It would have almost definitely. I think it was Wagamama. It was Wagamama. We went to Wagamama in York. Oh, Wagamama. And then we found a really nice dessert place where we had had some sort of like white chocolate Kinder Bueno waffle affair. Oof. And yeah, like again, like you said, hurt the, hurt the wallet, but oh, good yes. memories. Did you um, did you drive up there or did you get a train up? So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> One of those. Yeah. So, um, we actually spent the week. This was so we'd only been together two, three months. I think. Oh wow! Oh wow! That is. And a... we we went up and spent the week with her family up in West Yorkshire. Won't be too specific. Ah, yeah, so, of course, yeah. So we did. So we did like a day trip to Huddersfield, a day trip to Peace Hall in Halifax, and is there yeah, stuff but to on do in Huddersfield. Valentine? No, not really. Valentine's oh. Day itself, we were. I'll tell you what I did in Huddersfield. I got a stinking cold. <laughs> if you can imagine. <laughs> Thanks, Huddersfield. <laughs> Thanks, Huddersfield. We walked through, we, we were playing Pokemon Go. This was in 20, this would have been 2016. Oh, right. So no, 2017. 20, 20, so beginning of 2017. Yeah, this, this year Valentine's after. Day. Yeah. Yeah. We would have been, uh, we were walking around a park on top of a hill in Huddersfield in February. And my extremities were in much pain. And I was, <laughs> very ill as a consequence afterwards but uh nice. yeah the, the valentine's day itself we went we went to the fine city of york which is a beautiful city i've been there it loads of times now i've done the railway museum three or four times it's, <laughs> it's, I, never gets old it never gets old i'll never get tired of looking at steam trains which was going to be our old passion we were going to mm. talk about today but yeah until we realized that it's valentine's day yes other than that i can't nothing's really sticking in my memory of, of valentine's days um I remember always getting ripped off for flowers. Yeah, nothing was coming to my mind at all whatsoever until literally five minutes ago, the second you asked me, and I was like, oh, wait, yes, I do remember one. We went to York. Other than that, 
what would you say if you what would be a nowadays like do you celebrate the day in any way or like for us we i have to admit we don't celebrate it in any massive way nowadays i, I mean that's not a trick question the, the sort of thing we do now is i would go to MS and get the two dine for yep you know what i mean yeah, the, 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 meal the, deal. get the valentine's day meal deal that makes sense which would be like a starter main side dessert and a bottle of something fizzy <laughs> yeah, but they're normally a good, not be fun. They're normally a good meal deal from there. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's that's the exact that's the sort of thing we that's how we celebrate a Valentine's Day now. And it sort of saves you having to cook it all from scratch. Yeah, and Mary always says herself anyway. She's like, I, I love you every day of the year. I don't need, yeah, I don't, the, I don't need a day to to, to remind you. It is definitely <laughs> a early relation. You know, when you're early in your relationship and before before uh, the, the old age sets in on the relationship that is definitely a, a new yeah. but it's one of those as i keep coming back to all i just remember is your average rose goes from like well, i don't know to i don't know how much a stem costs nowadays but let's say it's two quid a stem goes up to six quid a stem you know what? what's yeah. different about it tomorrow and then next day they go back down again you know profiteering mm. i don't remember much valentine's day as a kid did you do? No. I feel like watching it might it might just be a very American thing, but you watch TV and there's this whole thing about Valentine's Day at school, and you'll get a little tr- get a little tray in your desk and someone comes and pops your cards in it or whatever. But yeah, I have no memories of Valentine's Days growing up. I've got me out of all the all the celebrations uh, throughout the year. I'd have to say probably is the hardest one to think of. I've, I always when you talk about that, I think of Christmas. You know, mm. you go and do the Christmas card thing when you're in primary school or whatever. But yeah, I must admit, out of all the ones, I don't, I don't think my my school did anything. But not not like the one you're describing. But it's it, I tell you, if so, go on, Mark. So I'm going to send it to you now. So I, you've got not an unlimited budget, but you've got a steady budget. Then you was you, you can redo a. I say, look, I'm going to give you the time. You can have the time off work, whatever. You need. What would you do? What would be that Valentine's Day? Just a day. It could be, you know, not an overnight. Just I'm going to say, there goes a 1,500 quid. Go and go and make the day. What would you do now if you had to put the heart and soul into it? If I was to put heart and soul into it. Yep. What would you do? What would she really want? To be honest, I think we would probably just go to Camden. That's a good shout. And that might sound really boring, and it's definitely not going to hit your fifteen hundred limit, <laughs> your budget. No, probably not. Even though I'm trying but to think I, of it. Probably more like one hundred and fifty. But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, I genuinely think, I genuinely think that is what we would love to do. I think that would be a sort of an, an ideal sort of Valentine's Day for us too. But that's we'd the thing. Camden, you know, we'd hit the food market. We'd hit all the little Japanese shops, oh. all the quirky, all the little quirky shops. Talking my language here, mate. Yeah, because we're both a bit foodies as well. Camden, the fact the food you can get in Camden is, uh, from what I've experienced, unlike anywhere else in the country. Yeah, it seems to be a real. It the... seems to be a real cultural hub there. Of you can get all sorts of crazy and amazing shit. It's... I'd agree with you on that front. I think yeah. definitely, uh, if you're a foodie and uh, you want to go and sample a bit of everything that is Camden, Camden just just before summer. I know it's a joke in the UK. Just before summer hits, so you're not <laughs> sweating your ass off. It's a mm. lovely place to go. But that's a good shout, though, mate. That's a good shout. I was just while you were talking, I was trying to think what 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 we would do if we could get the dogs looked after, Jetson looked after for the day. But I'd, 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 we'd probably be a London trip or a York trip. Now you've said it, yeah. 
if I could do it where we wouldn't be back crazy late because there's a there's a good drive from where we live to York. So I'd probably say London mm. again. Do the first class thing, you know, make sure you can get a seat. Not that the first class anything special nowadays. No. Yeah. Up into London, I think you start off with a bit of retail therapy, you know. You know what the answer is, don't you, Ben? Oh, go on. You ride a steam train into King's Cross. Oh, I have done, but I didn't want that was for our <laughs> steam train conversation. I got treated for my 30th so, uh, on the steam train, so uh, I did the Pullman carriage thing. I'd like to, yeah. I'd, I'd recommend that to you too. You, you'd like that. And that's what I was going to bring up in our steam train chat. But yes, the um, definitely do. I'd like to do all the uh, all the quirky sort of Japanese-esque, you know, because they've got mm-hmm. a Bandai shop now, a mm. pop-up shop that's appeared, and Westfield's down there. That's got some amazing shots there. The Doc Martin shop and mm-hmm. the Moomin shop. The Moomin shop? <laughs> yeah. That, and the brand Moomin, as in the Moomins from the TV, uh, the TV show, yeah? yeah? Wow, yeah. didn't know they, there was such a thing. Yes. Ooh. I've gone off a pin on tangent here, cast listeners. Yeah, we're, good. we're talking about this is Valentine's Day is expressing our love for London, <laughs> yeah. even though I really do not love London. But I no. do love Camden Market, and we also like Borough Market. We like the markets, and Covent Garden's all right as well. Yep, they're all good shouts. You might bump into someone famous at Covent Garden or Leicester Square as well. Definitely, definitely. So there we go, cast listeners. What would you, what would your perfect... Uh, Valentine's Day be you know you've got this you've got this budget you've got the time you've got the time yeah. off work the kids looked after the you know what would you do let us know if you're listening to this on the day it's come out on the Wednesday on Saint Valentine's Day oh, then oh. do do let us know what do what do you love what would you, what was your best Valentine's Day what would be your ideal Valentine's Day that'd be a good one I'd like to be your best Valentine's Day you know what's that memory could be and I don't want to get it has to be all singing all dancing because like Mark said it could be something very simple you know just it's what you love doing I think with your significant yes. other as always we thrive on the feedback from you so do Definitely. let us know either in the discord or email myself at oldmenarmy at gmail.com yes yes but now Benjamin mm. something a bit fun yes I brought this up in the discord earlier I said does somebody have anything burning that they want Benjamin and I to discuss on this week's podcast? And Ames Kev says, as it's Valentine's Day, you should do a Mr. and Mr. quiz. So um, how do we just explain what a Mr. and Mrs. quiz is? So I would say to normally bride and groom, whichever way that looks like nowadays, it would be a list of questions normally like what is their favorite what is asking the other one the questions about the significant other what is their favorite food favorite tv show that sort of stuff to see how well you know them as obviously at this point in your life it's normally done as a is it a marriage thing would you put it under that bracket of getting married in that sort of realm you're about suppose. to suppose Suppose, but this is a. I don't know if it's the same thing. I think I think it is in America, but it's it's a very popular thing over mm-hmm. here. It was a TV show, Mister and Mrs. Show. Was it? Yeah, yeah. It was it was, a, it was a TV show, and you had famous couples go on it. It was All Star Mister and Mrs. There you go, something new. And you have a paddle, and it has your name on one side, and your and your partner's name on the other side of the paddle, and you hold it up, depending on right the answer and all the rest of it. So you got more points if you both said the same answer. 
Gotcha. So it's like, who's the smelliest? And then if you both put up, is the smelliest, then you got more points. You know? <laughs> oh, man. I would watch that. So I found 15 funny Mr. and Mrs. questions. First of all, Ben, do you want to be the Mr. or the Mrs.? I don't mind. I'm easy going. I'll be Mrs. Smith. It's fine. So <laughs> the first question, what is their most annoying habit? So I've got to answer what I but what your most annoying habit is. Is this right? Yes. Hmm, let me think. I was going to say, is you constantly saying, there you go. There you go. I know, yeah. <laughs> my mum would repeat myself. It's terrible. Even I could tell you, I know what you're going to say about me. I don't know what it is. I think it's my poor, fragile brain. <laughs> I don't know, mate. I don't know if you've I don't think you've got any annoying habits that annoy me that much. Okay, this sounds like a love story, doesn't it? Um, I absolutely love picking my nose. You can have that if you want. But you see, you don't really rarely do that in front of me, though, mate. No, I try not to do it on camera, but I do love a good nose pick. <laughs> yeah, but let's be honest, we all enjoy a nose pick, don't we? We're in there sitting there going, bloody look at the size of that, rolling it around in your fingers for a yeah. bit. Yeah. Get the stickiness off it. And then eventually when no one's looking... <laughs> See, it. Yeah. see if it makes that dink when it is see if you can get it to stick to ball <laughs> <laughs> or like I, I don't feed mine to the dogs you know it's just a thing okay that was a bad where start you, for where, us where, where do you stand on fingernail biting I do that a lot as well yeah I'm, I'm a nail I see I have to, that's why I have to go with the old nail clippers now I'm terrible I used, I'm, I'm like you on that front mate I end up getting them sort of quirky bits my skin is shit. My, the backs of my hands are covered in dry, dead skin. I'd quite like having a good old chew on that as well. So you can have that as well if you want. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, yeah. I suppose if you was if, if we, we were sitting on the sofa and I don't know, we're watching yes. some anime or something, it, and you're like, look at that one. You know, <laughs> it annoys the shit out of Mary. Me, me sat there next to her going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my repeating and Mark's, Mark's uh, nose picking and uh, skin biting, we're putting in that category, Mark. <laughs> I think we might struggle on the second one. Who's their biggest celebrity crush? I've got old ones. Don't they? I've got a modern one. Old passion. Who's your, I'm, I'm going to struggle with yours, mate, because I'm done. We're, we we're just using this segment for the listeners to learn more about us, really, aren't we? <laughs> we basically, I mean, back yeah. in the day, I couldn't see me and Mark. How long have we known each other for now, Mark? Two years? I don't know. I'm trying I've to think. Gary for about, I've known Gary for about seven now yeah, see if i think if i know that when did we uh the, i tell you when we started hanging out crew and covid and it weren't really hanging about it was over to facebook yeah. messenger so how long, how long ago is that now well we've been we would we would have been aware of each other's existence for a good five years yeah yeah because i so yeah. didn't actually proper really like talking hanging out more no during, no i wouldn't during have, 2020 I would, yeah during i would have known yeah. to say yeah your name but that was you know it's been <laughs> like a school did you know yeah i knew their name yeah <laughs> But yeah, the biggest celebrity crush. So, Mark, you're gonna have to tell me yours, and I have to tell you mine because mine's an old one. I don't know, a modern one. Uh, who's, who's your biggest, biggest celebrity crush? Is it still a thing, or because they're old, they don't look as good as they used to? Mm. See, Mary and I do the thing is the the friends, the thing from Friends, where you can have a, a list of five people. All right, who you're allowed a free pass at. <laughs> <laughs> Famous people, obviously. Yeah, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. people, there's no realistic. Um, so the, the first one that always comes to mind. The first one that always comes to mind. I'm just gonna say it's Pixie Dot. I recognise the name, but I don't think I've. Yeah, it's a singer, pop singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I recognise that. I'm trying to think. 
pizza. No, I have to look her up afterwards. As I did as a younger adult, watched a lot of music television, and there was one music video of hers that really awoke something. <laughs> <laughs> so the carnal pledges, eh? <laughs> That's fair. Love play. a bit of pixie dot. Who would be the number two if you've got this list? Have you got a number two? I'm trying to think now. I did have it. I had the five cemented in my head, and now I've forgotten them all. <laughs> Just in case that day comes, eh? I like Amanda Seyfried, actress. Name rings a bell. What's she been in? Uh, Mamma Mia, Lemmy's, Ted 2. Yes, I know you mean now. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's not bad, Uh Hayley Atwell, Peggy Carter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't go wrong. She's she's not she's not not pretty, but yeah. I'm, I'm, so yeah, it's that's well, that's, that's an interesting one. That I wouldn't have picked up, but wouldn't have picked that. We so bad, didn't we? Uh, you have to get back to me. I'll come back next week with the other two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, biggest celebrity crush would have been back in the day was uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh hell yeah, yeah yes. yeah, I get that. Sarah Michelle Gellar, when uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer came out, uh, this was oh, I don't know how old it was. It must have been fourteen, fifteen. I want to say when that first came out. I had mm. a, a before what is now a black star up on my arm. Uh, used to pee the logo. I had the IT manager work because don't forget scanning back in when scanning came out <laughs> yeah. and that old when it came out was like oh wow you can take this thing and you can print it out on paper yeah because I had yeah. the Buffy the Vampire Slayer logo tattooed on my arm nice believe me I know Tim about it it was one of the greatest moves but I was young so yeah Sarah <laughs> Michelle Gellar and I think she's she still looks I mean she was in that new one called Wolfpack but yeah the the, the Panaz is gone yeah yeah, and I'd say the other one would be, um, I don't know if she's still married to him, but I only know her as um, Louise Redknapp. Yes. But Louise I knew her from as Eternal. Louise, yes, Louise from Eternal, whatever she is. Yeah. I, what was originally before Redknapp? What was she, Louise? I can't remember. No. B.S. Something, something unimportant. And un- <laughs> <laughs> B.S. Uh, Louise, even today, I think out of, you know, like Sarah Michelle Gellar, she's, she's not looking as good as Louise does. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say them two. Um, that's probably celebrity crush wise. I'd probably say they were definitely up there. But again, there's so many celebrities out there. But I remember them two vividly because Eternal would have been when were Eternal. When did they come out? They were early nineties. Yeah, I was going to say again, mm. young teenage years. Oh, the awoken, the awokenness <laughs> of a teenage yeah. Ben, and she looks a bit nice. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> Right, we're only two in. This list has got 15. Who smells the worst? Dunno. I'll, take, I'll, I'll happily take the credit for that because I do yeah. hum. I do lots of poopy and farty. Yeah, well, I, I, I didn't know whether they meant like our smell or general smell, but yeah, all right, go on. Yeah, I'll let you have that I don't, one. Yeah, I don't have general smell. I, don't, I was going to say, know. no, I don't think I have general uh, smell. I, I try and make sure that I smell nice. We know where the, the soap is and the odor, yeah. and that's about long and short of it. <laughs> but... Uh, do guff quite a lot. You do guff more than me. <laughs> Who has the best teeth? Come on, let's see him. Uh, you definitely. Mine, that, that, that's where I start after I had my uh, brace taken out when I was 16. Mm. The school hard nut and the secondary school 
um, decided we were pissing him off really badly. And he came to me in the school field and he'd had a cream cake in his hand. He was about to smudge it on my jacket. I blocked it from and it fell on the floor to never let say he wasn't too best impressed and smacked mm-hmm. me straight in the face. And that then <laughs> moved, the, moved the teeth. And uh, uh, I, yeah, it really fucking hurt. So, but yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the only reason is because obviously my head's, my brain's got a lot of gel between it. It's because I didn't fall over. He, he, went on his merry way but the um yes i'd probably say you mate my teeth are awful i don't know mine are pretty balked as well when they're great <laughs> i don't know i don't know you see so your ones are pretty did you have a brace when you was younger uh i was supposed to but i threw up at the orthodontist when he put the mold in my mouth <laughs> and she was like he was like okay go away we'll do this another day and then i never went back yeah, they're pretty straight. They're all joking aside, though, mate. They're pretty straightforward because I know the English haven't haven't got the best yeah. reputation for straight no. teeth. My teeth good. are better than my gums are. My gums aren't great. My teeth Ooh. are fine. Need some scrub up there, dear. Yeah, put the sensor dying on it. <laughs> fine, I'll take that. Who is most likely to bump someone's car? Well, unfortunately, nowadays you spend more time in the car than I, I do. I spend an uh, infinitely longer amount of time on the road than you do. So I'd say that you have the more percentage of it happening yes, rather than yes, me. Yes, 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 Because I've, yes. I've been in the car with you and I know you, you drive well. So, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll discuss, say, down to percentages on that one. I accept just down to percentages. Yes. yes. I'm much more likely to bump someone. <laughs> oh, who wears the trousers in our relationship then? Now, I'd say that if it comes to the pod, I let the final say, if it's a, an important subject, I leave it to you because you're the mm-hmm. editor. I'd say in general, I'd say we're pretty 50-50. We might struggle to come up with mm. a... I mean, we don't really have that sort of relationship, do we? Where someone no. is like, right, that's it. I'll put my foot down. <laughs> you shot. If we're, talking, if we're talking literally, I'd much rather wear shorts. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to d- go around that one. That one's a bit of a sad one to answer. <laughs> Who would star as them in a film about their life? I've got to pick someone for you. You've got to pick someone for me. Okay. Um, I mean, mind you, you'd have to shave the red because they've probably got more air than you, but that's just a life choice nowadays. I'd <laughs> say, I'm going to say, who's the guy? I know, I can't remember. Do you remember the guy in, what's the one, Saves the World? Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> I'm going to choose the guy who is Scott Pilgrim for you, mate. Oh, I forget his name. his name. Jesse something or other? No, I've been told by a, uh, my other producer. Don't want to. Oh, what's his Michael name? Michael Sarah. That's it. Yes, shave his head. I'm going to give you Michael Sarah. <laughs> I don't know why. I think he'd have. I think he'd be able to imitate your your the Marker quirks really well. <laughs> for some reason, for you, I'm thinking Seth Rogen. <laughs> as long as we get to say there you go, and he has to lose the lose the um, what's it the. Uh, the, 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 I can't do his laugh. Yeah. You know the laugh, though, didn't you? <laughs> do you know he's well wealthy now? Well, the most yeah. of them are. Do you see that he's, he owns a. It's weed. It's yeah. all that weed money, mate. It it's is. Like... <laughs> weed money, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Since it became illegal over there, he's killing it. He's gonna... <laughs> I know. Watch his yeah. efforts. It's, it's like for his company, it's like, what? You do what? Yeah. And it, it cost a fortune. <laughs> anyway, there we go. What's their most embarrassing moment? Hmm, again, we might struggle on this one. Haven't cause... we answered this before? Haven't we answered this on the pod? And I can't remember what the answers were. Whatever we said on the podcast before was our most embarrassing moment. Damn. Yeah, 
We'll go with that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just, just throw that one off the line of eye. Whatever we said. Yeah. Who snores the loudest? I snore pretty bad. You? My snoring is annoying and it keeps Mary up, but I don't think it's loud. I think she says I'm not I'm not like a proper jet plane taking <laughs> off snore. It's a very annoying, low, simmering snore. Always oh, a simmering <laughs> snore. But that consistent. It's a simmering snore, yeah. <laughs> it's like the gnat that's got in your bedroom in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, oh, I'll have to take that one now. <laughs> if I've had a sniff of drink, mate, I mean, all I have to do is yeah. if I had a half a lager, I, it would be loud. I mean, earth shattering. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. why. It just is. So I'm taking that one. You can have that then. Who suffers from a bad hangover the most? It's quite difficult because me and you ain't mega drinkers anymore, aren't we? I can remember the last big hangover I had. Are you having it? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying. No, I'm saying. Look at me, all fresh-faced after my heavy night out last night. That's a good point. That's <laughs> a very good point. I can't attest to levels. To be fair, you and I are both very good at drinking water. Yes, and I'm assuming that you are also like this before and after drinking. Yeah, I'm not. Again, I have to. Unfortunately, in my later age, well, I just don't drink as we used to drink really badly. Back in not the day. a big drinker at all. We literally have loads of bottles of alcohol in the kitchen that have collected a centimeter of dust all over. <laughs> that's, how, <laughs> yeah. that's how little we touch them. I, I drink for pleasure and not for the effect anymore. So yeah. I, I'd have to be. I know, mixing would always be bad for me. The mm. last time I mixed really badly, that it ended terribly for a good day and a half. But. Uh, I'd probably, I don't know, we're 50 50 that one. We'll say we're good boys. Well, we don't girls. know the answer to that one because we've never got drunk together because we don't really drink. No. <laughs> That's a very good point. Who's most likely to forget to do simple tasks? Mm. I mean, I do this multiple times on a daily occurrence. I'm pretty good at that. I'm not. I'm pretty good at doing stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm going to give that one to you then, is it? Are you pretty good with yeah? I'll take it. No, I'm not I'm awful at forget uh, remembering to do anything. <laughs> I need to, I set I've got so many alarms I set on my phone to remind me to do everything in my life. Oh well there you go then. There <laughs> you go. Uh who's first to go in a zombie apocalypse? Well, you that one. Me. Yeah, I'm gonna have to, it's gonna be me. <laughs> if yeah. it comes down to cardio, I'm losing. Yeah, I'm going in that. They're definitely mark surviving. He can run quicker and for longer. <laughs> Which noise best describes their most hysterical laugh? I don't know what noise was I making earlier when I was reading out Gobbler's Knob. You, you, you're, you're a lose breath person, you know. You, you get I am. Deep I into stop. It. I don't make any noise. I, I yeah. stop breathing. I stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably, uh, for me, uh, I end up coughing. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Griffin, I like that one. No, you go. You're a bit um, when you proper when you proper do a belly laugh. You're a bit uh, old school kettle on the whole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, off, yeah. dear, I'd agree with that. I'd yeah. agree with that. And Mark just goes like a ninja. <laughs> yeah. Until the breath has to come. Until the breath comes back, and then I'm like a five year old girl. It's really high and squeak, <laughs> giggly. Last two. What's your funniest moment together? I'm trying to think if we had. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, the get together last year. Did we have any funny moments last year? Because me and you were a part in the group. Because I was at the back, you was at the front. 
many funny moments. Yeah. But also on stream together, there's been plenty of times we've been playing party games like Job Job or any of them where you and I have been crying with laughter. And on this pod as well, you and I have been crying I was going to say, as well as your early streaming career when you would do the full flat. Yeah, human full flat. <sighs> yes, let's have that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've lost the will to live. Doing... When I first started streaming and I was doing human full flat, Oh. You, me, and Stimbeth. Yeah, you, I mean, some of them clips. In tears. In tears. Cry, cry laughing. Proper. <laughs> you know, to the point where you go, don't stop, because I'm, I'm stopped. I'm, I'm not breathing anymore. You know? and yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> My face hurts. <laughs> it is, yeah. You know, when your cheeks start to hurt. Yeah. You sort of, t- you sort of relax. You go, oh. <laughs> So, yes, take your pick. <laughs> And finally, who's most likely to trip over thin air on a water? That'd be me. I got to take that one. I'm you sure? Very clumsy, mate. I, me, yeah, me too. Oh, you bad too? Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that you were also like this. <sighs> yeah, I'm terrible, mate. I'm incredibly heavy-handed. I'm incredibly clumsy. <laughs> yep. There has been more than once going out for walks playing Pokemon Go, where all of a sudden I found myself flat on my face and I don't, <laughs> and I don't know how it happened. <laughs> what did it trip over? I don't, no idea. Case in point, last night, I've uh, sat in, no, Friday night, no, Thursday night, I put the, we have a milkman still come round, I, I, I used the milkman, I don't know why I like using the milkman, and yeah. I put all the bottles out and then I've gone to move the bins from the front. So I've literally put the bottles out, and then I've gone outside. What have I done? Got over the bottles. I've literally <laughs> put them out. It's like, what? And they'll go clink, clang, clink, clang. You know, it's like 11 o'clock at night. And yeah, like, yeah. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> <laughs> Shushing out <animal> objects. <laughs> clink, clink. This character's like, what are you doing? No, no, no. <laughs> As uh, my good friend Kylie, who listens to this podcast, can attest to. <laughs> I, uh, because one time I was out with a friend walking, playing Pokemon Go, I fell flat on my face and her house was the closest. Because <laughs> I, I, I had to uh, walk to hers to get myself patched up. Oh, is it that bad? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, mate. Wow. It wasn't like open wounds bad, but it was, no, uh, I did enough. literally, I literally went over like a domino flat on my front. So it was like shoulder down my arm, down the side of my leg. I was wearing a t-shirt and shorts. So it was like, <laughs> where was this in Beagle's Way though? Yeah. 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 Out in the fields around near where you were. <laughs> I was, I was laughing the entire time. I, I literally have no idea what happened. I was walking through this field, looking at my phone. It was in the middle of summer. And yeah, next thing I know, I'm flat on my face in the dust. <laughs> Whatever, I don't know. <laughs> and I was at the back of the, 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 when we were walking as well. So the friend just turned around and was like, uh, "Are you okay?" I'm just rolling around on the floor, laughing <laughs> as I'm starting to bleed. <laughs> well, I hope we've done the uh, Mister and Mrs. question, Jesse. I know there was some we've had to glaze over, but some of them are obviously a bit beyond our beyond our goings. But we've we've had our our best go there. We tried. Mm, we did try. We did try. We should tailor next next Valentine's Day. We'll tailor the questions to something. Yeah, more yeah. Casty. That was, this was all. It was all a bit last minute. This Valentine's Day stuff, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, so then, Mark. That's it. We have come to the end. Yeah. It's that time again. So before we go into closing, Mark, uh, have you? When are you? When are you? When's the next one for you? It should. Uh, I haven't spoke to him yet, but it should be myself and Mister Narkels. Mr. Narkills. 
we'll be putting our brains together to try and think of a replacement for the uh, old passions. Yes, there must be something good we can put. I'm, I'm oh, sure you'll yeah. come up with something. He's full of ideas, that boy. Yes. Close us off. Close us off. <clears throat> oh, it's me. I have been Smith. <laughs> I said, I knew colour coded it. I knew I should have colour coded it. <clears throat> you can follow me at twitch.tv forward slash Markuhita. I stream every Wednesday and Saturday in theory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that bit. Uh, and I have been Jones. You can catch me at twitch.tv forward slash Benbis81. You can catch me most Tuesday and Thursday evenings, amongst others, when I join in with the other boys, is uh, Twitches. You can go to the link tree, which is L-I-N-T-R dot E-E forward slash old men army for everything old related, including the pod, discord, merch, oldmenmerch.com. And please remember to go and follow the other old men. They are I am Tony 100 and Mr. Narkills. And don't forget, we have a YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash at old army. But if you wish to contact us about anything we've said, or you want to appear on a plod, Plod? Pod? Whatever you want to appear on the pod, please email oldmenarmy at gmail.com. Plod. Plod. Thank you, Ben. Oh, thank you very much, Mark. See you when I see you. Yes, love you, bye. Love you, bye. Old Costards with Smith and Jones. <laughs>